0: Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh. Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three, you can count to ten, you can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh, uh I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio if you, The beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's there's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you out of Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm sorry? Fifty shades of gray. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white I wear these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh, And I wouldn't even I, I, I'm not going to read it to you I'm not going to read you the book You're not even going to read it yourself You can get a free audiobook download Of Fifty Shades of Grey book one or book two Doesn't matter where you start What can I listen to it on? Audible Go to audibletrial.com Slash comedy podcast network You can have those And there's over 100,000 titles to choose from Earl, Think of how many shades of grey that is That's more than 50 It is more that's than 50 a lot of, That's a lot That's a lot of watt. That's a lot That's a lot If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone to curtain jerks right here on the comedy podcast Network I'm Scott Narver. and I'm Steve Sears Well that's our show everybody have a great week See you later all right uh, I, I don't know I just I got kind of winded yeah I know we you were so ex- pot stickers you were so excited the by the pot stickers and I think it's uh, it's tough to manage expectations We always want to start so every show with such a high note. Yeah. High I didn't energy. do any of my vocal warm-ups. Do you hear me just tripping over my words? It's just Yeah, you sound like me. Yeah. I'm a word tripper through and through. You're a word smith, Scott. That's why you host this show. Very much. Really, yes. Abso no. Crappily. We're a comedy wrestling podcast for both comedians living in Hollywood. In Los I don't Angeles. live here. Living We're both comedians who uh orbit Los Angeles. <laughs> And have... Makes uh, us sound like fat guys. uh, We orbit? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think orbit and I think fat guy. But that's such like a, it's such like a smart kid junior high burn where it's like, you're so fat you're in orbit of our fucking six interplanetary stellar systems. It's... It's the nerd kid who'd read a little bit too much and found it. You watched Nova the night before, and you wanted to make fun of the fat kid in class. Well, think of that WrestleMania. Sometimes it's glandular, Scott. Sometimes it's glandular, S- and then you get out of junior high, and people wonder why you got so thin so fast. Think of- and then they wonder why you start going gray so young, okay? That's what happens. You're going gray. I'm gray. Think of Brodus Clay at that WrestleMania where Edge Edge's last match versus Alberto Del Rio. Oh, and Christian and Brodus Clay were in the, in the outside, and it was yeah. more exciting than the actual match. Yeah, because you know why? Rotus Clay was orbiting around the ring. He was like the uh, the killer asteroid from Armageddon. Yeah, and he was just orbiting, and then you had Superman Christian come in, and Superman punched the hell out of it. That was, you know what? That, that was the match I wanted to orbiting. see. Orbiting! We painted a picture because that guy. Oh, all right. I oh, I, okay. You, so you went off something, you painted paint I'm literally tripping over my mustache. Every time I talk, I I feel like it's nothing but shish shish, 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 It's because as you talk, you let the thing grow so long and down into your mouth that it's flossing your teeth on a constant basis. That happened once while I was eating a sandwich. I had a hair. They're like thin red wires, and I had one between my teeth, and it was disgusting. And then I was like, this is so amazing because it's like, it's oppressing my lip. It's like keeping my lip pinned. Like a fat guy in a circus tent. All right, okay, enough. enough. Okay. Well, you have a bone to pick with your mustache. I have a bone to pick in the wrestling world. What, Scott? I got a bone to pick. What? Yeah. As a member of the internet wrestling community, I don't see why you'd have any problem with wrestling. I got a problem with wrestling. I got a problem with TNA and what they said on Impact Wrestling this past week. What did they say on Impact Week? I think I watched it. Okay. They oh, Okay, sh- let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you guys. Alright. Gather around the fire. Uh, Sam you... tried to kiss me. <laughs> what? What? Um with his two fingers. <laughs> on your mouth? No. On your lips? Sort of. Which pair of lips? This is the story of Mickey James. <laughs> um TNA announced gut check winners will be in the Bound for Glory tournament to compete for a chance at the World Heavyweight Championship. And your issue with this is that you don't like people getting opportunities. Close. Okay. I don't want people getting opportunities that I don't know and I don't care about at all. God, you know what? It sounds like they're taking the underdog notion to such an underground level that you you're not gonna know who's coming close. They showed me the competitors, I believe it's four guys. Steve, can you name any gut check winners? Uh Zima Ion? Nope. Oh, oh goodness. Oh goodness, I think I've got one. Mason Andrews, was he on gut check? Uh Joey Ryan. No, he Joey, wasn't. Joey Ryan was on gut check. Yes, but he I, didn't win. Right, but he's tired. Oh, wow. Because he beat Al Snow. Geez, have any Gut Check winners gone on to be part of the roster? Or is everyone just, like, have they used it just to have people not get on and then get contracts? This is my point, people. Steve is a pretty casual viewer of Impact Wrestling. Did I deduce? I feel like I deduced. You don't know who these people are. No, I don't. I watched. They gave me the names of people, and they showed me faces, and I went, oh, Christian York. Okay. Like, I know who that one is. I know he's the caveman dreadlock guy. Oh, jeez. Too bad he's not the caveman from uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, Manimal? Yeah, that guy's awesome. <laughs> well, and then another guy, I know his last name's Silva because there's a bunch of Silvas in the world now since I've, you know, I watch MMA. Where's Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. They didn't take him. He would definitely win any tournament they'd put together. The other guys, I have no idea. It's not even the Spud guy from England. The guy who's, you know. You mean the 7-Up Spot? Yes, exactly. That's who I mean. 7-Up Spot. Um, or Spud McKenzie. They didn't take either of those guys. They didn't take any of those mascots. Those are people with audience appeal. Those are people who immediately would recognize them. And they didn't take the greatest heel of all time, the Noid. Yeah, you avoid gotta the avoid the Noid. Avoid the Noid. Yeah. But God, that, he He'll looks, make you tap out. He looks like a sexual assault. Like he looks he's all in all that rubber and he's just ready to enter somebody. How incredible would that be if someone ran with that outfit and gimmick for wrestling. Like just a full body suit except with a little hole for their mouth. Yeah, and it's got like the two big, big floppy, floppy ears. Cocks. Yeah, cock ears on on top of his head. They don't look like ears. They look like he's like he put on a rubber wetsuit the wrong way. Oh, okay. But then there's two more legs for yeah, then he put person. on it then he put it on the right way. <laughs> That's why it's stuck. <laughs> oh, so he stretched out the the top of the head with his legs, yeah, and yet it's it's not just falling over his face for some reason like he's he's stuffed padding in there, and or then he's put on another wetsuit the right way, right. I, okay, I get you. There's something like, the body suits from Big Lebowski that the Nihilists wear in the dream sequence. Right, where it's when they're just chasing the, him with scissors because uh, yeah, they going to cut off your Johnson. The, cut off your Johnson, Lebowski. Just the little porthole uh, for the face. That would be fucking terrifying. You imagine you just have a wrestler's face just pouring sweat, looking just like a, like a uh, pay-per-view po- poster from the, from the 90s. Where it's just someone super fucking angry, and it's just yeah. the rest of their body is a huge condom. Yeah, and you wouldn't really have to worry about having really good abs. Like, you'd have to kind of be in shape because people would be able to tell what shape you are. Yeah, but not—you don't have to be cut. Yeah, you don't have to be—I mean, if you're a fat guy, you're going to be orbiting around the ring, and people want to avoid you because you're the noid. If they put eye like uh, people would complain— Well, then you lose out on those sweet tattoos. True. But if you put all—you could put all—clear. Clear? You make it clear rubber. It's, they, do you oh. know how disgusting and gross that Is would look? Is there such a material— is there clear of rubber? Of course. There's clear plastics. There's clear rubbers. There's clear latexes. Uh, you could imagine gold dust. Imagine gold dust, all right? Imagine. Did somebody say gold dust? You were here. Why are you ah. under the table? I thought you left under the ah. table a long time ago, gold dust. I'm having your breakfast. <laughs> Damn it! I wanted those burritos. <laughs> this is my burrito now. All right. Well, that's fine. Hey, Goldust is here, everybody. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get one of those breakfast burritos. I can smell them now. I have to go get one, Scott. Uh, all right. Well, I'll Goldust. Ooh. Or maybe t- you've noticed, Scott Narver, that I'm wearing a robe. Ooh. Uh, yeah. you are wearing a robe. What? That, Ooh, it's not a Damien Sandow robe. No, it's just a bathrobe. I took this from your breakfast lounge. <laughs> Oh. All right, well, the breakfast lounge is technically for the hosts of the show. We have another breakfast lounge entirely for the, the guests. Guess breakfast lounge. Ooh, I know, but they don't have robes like this. They don't have robes that cover up my clear new latex suit. Um, clear latex. Oh, God. I would prefer you stay in the GBL. See, uh, you can see my entire body through this clear latex See how my body presses against it and the moisture forms? Yeah. Ah, gold dust. Uh, Well, yeah. Have you ever seen me without my makeup? Yes. I look like Frankenstein. I... You don't look that bad. Stop. I it. look like Frankenstein. No. Ooh, when, hold on a second. Ooh, I'm drinking my own tears. Hold on a uh, second. When uh, you say Frankenstein, uh, I hate to correct you. I'm but using my tongue like a like a, I'm using my tongue like a baseball glove, and I'm catching those tears like pop flies. Frankenstein uh, is the doctor. Uh, Frankenstein's monster is the monster. Ooh, you mean Adam, his first son the prodigal man where did you Prometheus read the, is this off of the Robert De Niro version is he called Adam or maybe it's from the new synopsis for the Aaron Eckhart movie I Frankenstein coming out soon but who cares Goldust Goldust you are a big movie aficionado That thank used to be you your thing. That, yeah. used to, that used to be a huge part of your character it's cause I'm from Hollywood well, tell me more about A this. lot of people would assume it's from Texas, but I spent all my time in Hollywood. Well, tell me more about this I, Frankenstein movie. Is this real? Aaron Eckhart, I, Frankenstein. This is real? Who, talking, yes, who does he play? Yes, he plays Frankenstein in a, in a futuristic gothic city where there's these two warring cultures of these demons. So <sighs> he's the doctor or he's the monster? He's the doctor's monster, Adam. Okay, did He's you, Frankenstein's monster. I've heard that recently you've been auditioning to be in some sci-fi Ooh, movies. Ooh, yeah. Stuff. Did you audition to be in iFrankenstein? Frankenstein? No. Why? No, no, no. I only auditioned for one part, and I got it. What part did you... Ooh, yeah. Gold dust? You want to know? Ooh, you want to know? Might, I thought it might have been the part of gold dust. Ooh, the part of gold dust portraying the entire human centipede in Human Centipede 3. No. Come yeah. on. They're going to build tiny little, tiny little miniatures around me, and I'm going to be the entire... They're going to paint on me the rest of the bodies whoo, of people pooping and eating and pooping and eating. And I'm just going to move my body like this. Just you're like undulating. And I'm the entire human centipede. You right now are moving like one of those things outside of a used car lot. An that... incredible, wacky, inflatable man. Yes, you're moving like one of They're those They're going right to build now. sets like Godzilla movies, but instead of people marching around, it's going to be me undulating because there's 500 people in the new centipede. And you're all of them? I'm the entire centipede. I look, Goldest, but I'm such a good method actor, I'm going to tie my own face to my own ass. Goldest, you should be auditioning for higher quality movies. I've seen the other two human centipede movies, and I'm not proud of that. Actually, the first one's all right. The second one's terrible. I wish I would have gotten that time out. I haven't done any research, but I'm preparing myself by stretching and eating nothing but beans. It's it's going to be nothing like that. It's going to be way worse. You, you think so? You the movie. You, you <sighs> should be auditioning for better movies. Like what, Scott Narver? What do you think? You know Who what? wants me? Nobody wants me in Hollywood. I think it should have been you and your father in After Earth. The new Will Smith movie coming out this summer with it's him and his son- uh, and, the, and they're in space and they get stranded and then the father has to talk us through it. Ooh, yeah, Jaden and Will Smith, I know what you're talking about. Yes. I'm catching what you're throwing roads. out. I'm catching what you're putting in my mouth. It should have been roads. I'm catching roads. what you're putting in my mouth. I'm not putting anything in mouth. I'm catching your mouth. what you're dropping in my mouth. I'm not putting anything I'm in your mouth. I'm catching what you're dropping in my mouth. I'm I'm in mouth. In my mouth. I, well, I'm not I got a it. big steaming after-earth in my mouth. That is something that you put that's part of the burrito from that, earlier. That's life. just an extended metaphor. That, well, I, I I didn't go to college, so I'm not having any part of this. All right. It should be your father, Dusty Rhodes, okay. the Will Smith character, and you, Gold Dust, as the son. And then you back on Earth a thousand years later after we left. That's true because in wilderness, people are naked and they blend into their surroundings just like this clear plastic latex I'm wearing. Can See I, how I just brought it back around? I do. It's like an extended metaphor for life, Scott Narver. Can I can I give out an alternate Gold title? Dust. Can I give out an alternate title for the give movie? Give me an autistic title, an alternate title. Thank you. Uh, after polka dots. Oh, you're good. Thanks. You're real good. Here, uh, yeah, don't here. throw that burrito. Don't oh, don't throw that. We're oh, going with that burrito. I, I don't know. Wait, I might okay. throw in the GBL. Wait, I where? might go in the GBL. What's the big GBL? The in the GBL, the guest, uh, got, the guest uh, breakfast lounge. Guest breakfast lounge. Ow! What? I just got a breakfast burrito in the dome. Well, the Goldust was so happy he threw the burrito that he had in his hand back at you. Oh, he did one of those overhands he did he threw he threw an overhand well what i miss uh just a movie idea that we're that i'm shopping around oh man scott are you not gonna tell me uh it's something i'm working on right now are you you want to keep it under wraps i have patent pending on the script wow patent well you know the people can do that you can either send it to wga or you can send it to the patent office for a screenplay i just well i don't need to i just recorded it for myself your script yeah yeah, I guess, you know All what? All I need is a, a story By, <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Somebody else can write the whole fucking thing. You know, I'm busy, a, man. Yeah. For a second there, I thought that you were going to be like, yeah, I just write for myself. No, no, no. I come up with stories and then make other people do the work. Yeah. All right. That's a good idea, isn't it? All right. Um, So, the gut check people, these gut check competitors, who, as you say, huge underdogs. Yes, they'll have some time to be these... Uh, competing and you'll get to see them on TV and stuff, but, like, come on, I don't want to see those guys. Like, if they, let them have some other, let them go after the TV title or something because they need to be on TV for a while first. So not like just... Not the main guy. You need to have them work into the sort of public's consciousness and you can't just throw them all on a paper. You can't do the New Blood Rising, which is throw them on a pay-per-view and then give them all the belts and sort of, you're it's too much, it's toxic shock syndrome. It's, the body can't handle it. The audience can't handle it. It's guys that they're even acknowledging on television. It's like, yeah, they've been around for 15 years. But, but you don't know them. Yeah, you don't know them. And when we hire them, we're not going to have them on for a while. Mm-hmm. So it's – I don't want to see that. Who's got my – t- My problem is TNA – Who's got the X Division TNA, title right now? TNA, I don't want to watch that. Like, I don't hate you as a company. I enjoy you. I think you're fun. I don't want to watch this idea of yours. This if you want to, you want to do Let something. Let the entire co- Park family be in a Bound for Glory series. I would love that. It'd be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It'd be brilliant. I would like to see Aces and Eights take over Gut Check. Cause didn't Taz used to be one of the uh, judges? Yes. Have Aces and Eights take over Gut Check and make it a fucking gauntlet. Make it Fight Club. Make it them fighting each other. Make it every match be like a monster. Fight and walk- uh, fuck club. Fight and fuck club. I think if you have Aces, I call it fucking. Fut Club, Fike and Fut Club. That's not; those aren't words. I know, and that's why I'm. You got your mustaches in my mouth. I got you, I got my mustache in your mouth. Imagine that if Aces and Eights took over Gut Check as if it was uh like a gang, like a you would get beaten in or you, it was like the pledge process. They were talking. They talked about it lately. They never really had pledges, but D-Lo got bumped. Not D-Lo. Yeah, D-Lo Brown got bumped to being a pledge because he said I quit. Imagine yes. Aces and Eights taking over Gut Check and making it just the most miserable experience and anybody who comes through that is the best of the best you know are do they then join aces and eights or are they part of tna i think if you had them if you lose you're in tna (laughs) and if you win you're in uh aces yeah you could do something like that i I think there's something we don't want you go to the go to these other guys that'll give you a nice cushy paycheck and we'll listen to this real nice outfit and some music that you'll come out to and really connect with the fans with listen to this uh there is the aspect that's so similar to NWO in the sense that if they keep gaining numbers, if you can you want them to gain numbers so they s- are still a viable storyline threat. Yes. So like it's the now they're becoming the evil empire opposed to just a gang. Yes. But then you run the risk of going NWO B team where NWO got so big that it's like fucking Virgil has an NWO shirt? Like what's right. going on? Like then like every once in a while you'd watch Nitro and there'd be all these guys in NWO t-shirts and be like, "What the fuck?" Those were fans in the audience. Yeah, why did they let those guys in the ring? I think if they can somehow manage that with aces and eights and sort of walk that line of of threat, of credibility, I think that would be very cool. Or, like, just maybe two weeks of them on Gut Check. I think, imagine if Nexus had been recruiting instead of just, uh, yeah, we're just all the guys from NXT and we're really pissed off and, like, So we're gonna take over. So and these are all guys from FCW that you definitely have never heard of. Yeah, and like they're gonna be hanging out with us. So don't. uh, Maybe if you were watching NXT or FCW, know who we are. But like we're we're taking over. We had Bo Mm -hmm. Dallas before you knew him as Bo Dallas. Yeah, he was Dope Alice. Dope Alice. We sometimes we say Dope Alice. But then we change it because he sounds like a girl in wellness policy. It's things we do backstage when we're not on camera. Yeah, we call them ribs. <laughs> um, I like that's that's the sort of storyline I would like to see explored because TNA is already doing that with aces and eights. It has been done before, but it's exciting. It's different. It's well, I don't know why you think aces and eights is still going to be around. You know why? Why? Abyss is back. Yeah, baby. Yeah, take out those teeth. He's missing teeth? Yeah. you never seen that? No. The bottom the bottom two, or maybe three or four. Uh, was that when he was playing with I don't football know how wide Joseph? his teeth are. No, it was in within TNA. Really? Like he had his teeth shattered in a match. Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. When is him and Joseph going to tag? Uh, I don't know. They should do that. They should. How are they going to do it? How did uh, How did Abyss's hair look? Uh, ca- Like how Kane's is. Ah, wet stringy and curly yeah cool and Very attached nice. underneath a a mask i'm really excited that abyss is back but i really like joseph park a lot well hopefully they can coexist i hope so they should do ah uh, god they should do that roddy piper interview oh the split screen uh, yeah they the Piper's split that would be fantastic screen? that'd be so cool well i would like to hear why joseph stopped looking for him well you want to give him a call Let's find out. I know, like Abyss has just briefly got back, but I mean, I I want to find out why we never get to see them in the same place, or like why Joseph almost was like taking the credibility that Abyss was gone. He was just sort of hogging the spotlight. All right. I mean, we haven't talked to Joseph. He was running for Curtain Jerk's GM. Well, and then he he sent us uh he sent us a message saying like he bowed out, like he his dream had come true. And last I saw, he got a ball peen hammer in the head from Aces and Eights. Yeah. All all right. right. So I'm gonna call him up. All right. It's dialing. Well, that's you dialing. Oh, my hand is doing something with these numbers, <laughs> and it's ringing. Greetings, Park, Park, and Park. Uh, hello. Yes, please, Park, Park, and Park. How am I direct your call? Uh, this is Curtain Jerks, Scott, Narver, and Steve Sears. I'd like to talk to well, Joseph Park, please. Well, hello, gentlemen. It's Joseph Park right here. It's just pleasure to speak with you again. Oh, wow. Uh, Mr. Park, uh, you're answering. You're picking up your own phone at your law. Office. I am picking up my own phone at my law office. Uh, what is It's not Thursday, so we're not doing impact wrestling. Oh, okay. Are you located in Orlando in the general Florida area? We are located wherever you are receiving law troubles. Oh, wow, so you are on the move. We are on the move. Where are you at right now? We can fly out there within a day. Oh, so you're, wait, are you mobile? Are you flying? Are you, it sounds like I feel like I hear the road in the background. Are you? Are you we do hear the road in the background. We are We are in a van. You are in a, are you in a law van? I'm in a law van, yes. Wherever there's trouble, we will be there. Uh, but don't you have to be, I feel like, are you, does that mean you're accredited in all 51 states? 50 states. Jesus Christ, how many states do we have? Uh, are, you, are you talking about the 51st state? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is it the Dominican Are Dominic- you talking about the 51st state? Is it Dominican Republic yet? Uh, sh- sh- what? The, sh- you, if you're on the no, you you shut your mouth. Mr. Park, are you working on ge- getting the Dominican Republic to become the 51st state of the United States of America? Becoming a wrestler has always <laughs> been my dream, <laughs> and I am so pleased to have become a wrestler and have potential future goals in mind that I may accomplish. You know if you set a list of fifty goals and then you go here's fifty one <laughs> I think I understand I'm winking oh you're I can't see you I'm winking I can't careful if you're driving oh god um <laughs> so uh I'll, I'll change the subject Mr. Park, I understand that abyss is back. a lot of people are excited. He was the mystery tag partner with Hogan and sting what? On... wasn't he? what do you mean uh abyss is back he's back, yeah, he's back in Orlando but. Ba- Ah, uh, that can't be! I've, I've been looking for him. Yeah, in was, my van. Why, my why haven't you found? Mystery van. Why haven't you found him? Why haven't you solved that mystery yet? Well, because well, we're in our mystery van. So I thought you had some work to do. Well, what we do, Well, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we are solving mysteries in our mystery van. Uh, we are uh, uh, then prosecuting those people <laughs> within the mystery van, and I am also wrestling full time. So I have a uh, full plate, sir. I, I can imagine. Uh, you said we are solving these mysteries, and then when you picked up the phone, you said park, park, and park. I assume you're Joseph Park. Abyss, I don't know what, Abyss Park is the second park. Who is the third park? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Park. Scooby-Doo Park. He's my dog. So you have a dog. Is that dog an accredited lawyer? Of course he is. He passed the bar? Because if he didn't, well, then we couldn't we couldn't convict these criminals. No, I guess you're not. Wait, what? What? I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I guess not. You guess not. I guess you couldn't prosecute those criminals. Well, We can't. Cross, are you cross-examining me? Am I? Are you cross-examining me? I rest my case. Oh, oh, oh can I have five more minutes, Your Honor? Five more minutes. Uh, please. All right, Mr. Mister Park, uh, I will allow it. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, but may I say, you look very dashing in your robe. You can't even see me. We're on the phone. I'm winking. Oh. Oh, thank you, thank you. Look, I didn't know Abyss was back. I I haven't been looking for him for some time. I've been jealous because I want to be a TNA wrestler, and I thought he was going to leave, so I would have the chance to shine as the one Park son who made it in TNA. Well, didn't Abyss do very well? He made it in TNA. Yeah, but that was like back in the Asylum days. Like that was no, no. Even the Asylum days, and then when he came back and was with Hogan for a little bit, and then he went when he went heel. List his accomplishments. Uh, any monsters ball match? Uh, He lost most of them. Yeah, but he looked great in them. Uh, Blah 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 blah. What titles did he win? Um, uh, that chain title the but, chain title. Yeah, he was always carrying those chains around. I thought that was a title. No, enough. that's not a title. That's just he took the chains off the swing. No, oh, it's a big God, that's a huge huge swing. We are a huge huge family. Yeah, I suppose you are. Um God, uh didn't he to, he didn't he also wear Hogan's uh, Hall of Fame ring? See, you don't even know. You're not even sure what he did. What have I done? What have I done? Uh did, well let's see you almost got Brooke Hogan annulled an from Bully Ray boom almost uh huh right there there's number one um I think you beat Joey Ryan in a match I sure did uh you didn't win a title that's right um I didn't have to go through gut check did I no you did not have to go through gut and check. I'm great as ghost shit. you know that's that's very strange you didn't have to go through gut check either litigation ah uh, litigation I can tell oh uh you did get a ball peen hammer to the head are you all right I'm waking. Uh, what? I'm winking. I seem to be wrapped around a tree, and I'm winking. Oh my God! Have you, have you been in a car accident I'm, this entire time? I'm, I'm, I'm winking. Uh, Mr. Park, I'm gonna call the authorities. Are you still in Florida? Mr. Park, was that you or the dog? Mr. Park, was that you or the dog? Uh, 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 Mr. Park, would you please a- approach the bench? I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. I'm cashing in my money in the bank. Uh, Mr. Park, that's Dolph Ziggler's theme song. I'm cashing in my money in the bank. Where's the miss? Where's the miss? I gotta go to sleep now. Mr. Park? Mr. Park? Uh, Scott, he's disconnected. Did you lose him? I lost him. He'll be fine. Uh, I'm gonna send a text to Florida PD. That's he... right. The entire police department <laughs> of Florida. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, be... Dade Sheriff's County. They cover all Florida, right? Of course. Okay. Because they cover the races. I've... Te- I'm sorry? Daytona? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm going to text them right now. It is time for jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com slash jerks and send your hashtag jerk tweets. Questions, comments, anything about the podcast or wrestling, we'll talk about them right here on the show. First one we got here is Z Shu saying, what was your first major markout moment? Mine was Cena beating Edge in the TLC match at Unforgiven. Hashtag embarrassed. Mm. So we started out <laughs> clearly as a huge Cena fan, and then like, what have I done? Why did I? Uh, um, let's, all right. Uh, huge markout moment. Do you want to? I you, feel like I got to go backwards from recently because it's sort of, it's hard to think of the first one. Jericho at Rumble recently. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Triple H and Undertaker the second? No, the first time, I think. when uh, He did the Tombstone? Yeah, and he said, it's over that was awesome um i think when when undertaker in the rematch was like when he just shook his head and he was like it's over and he just fucking decimated triple h at the end right that was way more badass than him sort of drunkenly dancing so went from recently way. to before to, to recently more recently again, again. Yeah. <laughs> um what about as a child A child? I wasn't. I never was a child. Okay, your your high school NWO WCW days. Oh, uh, Chris Benoit versus Stone Cold on SmackDown main event right before King of the Ring. Okay, Chris Benoit did thirteen German suplexes. Okay, that was my favorite. That was that was the best. That was the like my high point for wrestling, and it was ruined because my stepdad was talking to some pothead in the room. And they were talking about how fake wrestling was. And I was like, I don't think you guys understand. Stone Cold just came back from neck injury. And this little guy from Canada came in from WCW. And he's now getting a title shot, his second title shot. And a month from now, he's going to have that same neck surgery. Yeah. Like, the sort of, a lot of it was lost on everybody else. And it was sort of, it was difficult because, one, it was fucking high school. And you could only talk to a few people about wrestling, let alone girls. Oh, actually, my girlfriend in high school was into wrestling. So I was pretty lucky. And you let her go? idiot butterfingers oh is that what they have really called everything but her fingers <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wear this necklace <laughs> to remember her, not because of violence against women right yeah um, no Butterfingers. she slipped away uh again not violence towards women like i was holding her so tight that she had to escape no 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 no, no. but she if you see a girl out there with bruises just my, know my type of gal yeah um again i didn't give her the bruise you know i like that should be a <laughs> meme Like bruises, hashtag (laughs) awkward conversation. (laughs) Yeah, Um, my earliest. I'm trying to remember the like the early WWF. I think we should say mark out moments. Hashtag likes bruises. Sorry, sorry. All right, very selfish. Um, I can't think of something from there, but I can think of. uh, I flipped right out. I remember watching SmackDown when Foley was mankind and was beaten. And mankind didn't have another chance to fight Triple H, but Cactus Jack could. Oh, so for he stripped uh, like Royal he was wearing Rumble. the same shirt that was bloodied because he went through the table and everything like that, and they took off the mask and took off the shirt and the tie, and Triple H gave that look of like, "Oh my God," you know, just giving the the fear of God look in his eyes, and I went crazy because I kept wanting Foley to win the championship, and it's like, "Oh no, it'll never happen." But totally bought into it, totally sold in. Cactus Jack's the shit, man. Yeah. Wait, hey, c- what are you saying? He's the shit? He's awesome. You know what's weird? You add an S and it's negative. The shits? Yeah, he's the shits. Yeah, that's the bottom. But he's yeah. the shit. He's a king shit cop. He's the top. It's so weird. An S changes it entirely. Um, what's Cactus Jack's origi- origin? Like, where is, like, did he? Truth was- or Consequences, New Mexico, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um Ste Cardi ninety eight says, if you were in charge of Raw this week, what would be the main event? For Steve Cardi ninety eight, he chooses Regal versus Ambrose in a street fight. Well, I wouldn't put that as the main event, but I definitely have that top of the hour main event. I think that'd be awesome. Okay. What would be your main event? Um a talking segment? Yes, I think maybe some talking. Uh Brock Lesnar versus The Rock. Really? Now, Brock's a little. He's not. I, I'd love to see Brock Lesnar in action on Raw. So, what's your main event? Um, hmm. I was thinking about this. I'd like to. Uh, no, nope. I was about to say Ryback and Brock Lesnar, but I have no interest in seeing that. Why would I say something that I don't believe in? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. I would like to see Brock Lesnar in a gauntlet match. Oh, more than one guy? Yes. Okay. He's running a gauntlet. All right, so first, it's Brock Lesnar versus all of 3MB. Okay. At once. Okay. Once he's done with all of them, then it's Brock Lesnar versus Hornswoggle. Okay. You say that like it's not awesome. Well, I just don't like the thought of watching a tiny person explode in the middle of a ring. You don't? Yeah, Brock Lesnar F Horn hornswoggle and hornswoggle it fucking liquefies. <laughs> yeah, how great is that? It's. I guess it. I guess. I guess I would pay money to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I think about it, I'd like to see Brock Lesnar and John Cena versus uh, the Shield. They're buddies? Nope. Contentious adversary. Contentious rivals. Okay. I think that'd be pretty cool. And the shield then turns them on each other. But I think that... I just like seeing the shield do anything I'm pretty happy with, I found. And then at the end, I'd like to see Brock Lesnar versus Kane. Oh, good one. Thanks. God, Scott... That's worth like, a midget popping. Yeah, I like that. You hide all that fucking shit with all the jokes, and then you're like, and then this awesome fucking match. See? It's, the other stuff's just warm-up. God, you, did, did they ever do something with Kane and Lesnar when... I don't believe I don't believe they've ever as rest that, would say I don't believe they ever touched uh, that bloodletting hypercharged match in the hell in the cell with Undertaker and Brock Lesnar was so rad. Under like uh, Kane is such a great fit for that sort of echelon of big guys. Yeah. I think Lesnar would be a great uh fit with Kane. I I've never thought about that. That's really cool, Scott. West the Rocker says if you were to book a feud who would it be with and wh- what would it be for? Oh, yeah. Hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> yes. Everybody- uh, too bad. We're not going to. I'm not ev- going to. Everybody this. tolerates me. Yeah. No, they don't love me. They tolerate me. <laughs> we, we've actually talked about this where it's like you've like you slip through the shadows and either I get some sort of notoriety. It's either like acclaim or disdain. I was always so certain that I would be the first amongst the podcast originally. That's like people are going to fucking turn on me so hard. And hate me so much. You're fucking lovable. You can no. me? you're the voice. You're the voice that people are used to. They want to hear you talk. <laughs> you're the voice that people are used to. <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, man. I- Hashtag fuck you, Steve <laughs> Sears. Hashtag I guess I'll go fuck myself. You're uh, just that guy who's always around, you know. I just always know I can lay back and always, I always know I can, I can, I can just sit back and Scott will be there. Ugh. <laughs> um, what was the question? If you were to book a feud, what would it, who would it be with and what would it be for? Uh, me and whoever asked this question, and hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears <laughs> being the reason. I got one. What do you got? I have got. It would be between a heel Randy Orton and a face Santino Morella. Uh, is this sort of jokey or is it sort of like, is it, it going to actually it starts be? starts off jokey. But it's a series? It's a series. That'd be interesting to see the sort of comedy sort Who's of Who's the ultimate boy. venomous uh, wrestler in all of WWE? Reptilian, uh, poisonous reptilian. Yeah. Who's the biggest snake? I like The that. cobra versus the viper. Uh, I'd like it to see. It starts off as a joke. Like they, they're they fucking around. Like Santino's fucking with him and doing the. But Orton's know, always sort of stone cold about it. Yeah, stone cold about it and, you know, brooding. And then, you know, RK ruins his segments. Like, you know, Santino's messing up his name and stuff like that. And then it just builds to some, because we've seen Are Santino Are you kidding go. around? Because I'd actually want to see that. Too. I'm being serious. Fuck you, Steve, Steve, Sears? Steve Sears. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve Sears. Put a hashtag in there. Uh, Shit. Because remember when Santino went the distance with Daniel Bryan in the elimination chamber? That was awesome. And I remember his first match against Umaga. Umaga. So, it, like, I know the guy can go, but I know that, you know, he's just a comedy character. So this would add that element of, like, every so often, he can go. And you give him that little bit and then, you know, then you go back to the comedy stuff. But every so often it's like that little switch where it's like if you get him going, he will wrestle and he will turn it on. I like that I, because then you – I think if some if he had a program like that, wouldn't he then have a sort of credibility to do more? Like being able to switch between comedy and actually – It's like Dan, what Daniel Bryan is doing right now. Yeah. He's, if you watch him on Saturday Morning Slam, like he does the Dazzler character. He does all kinds of other funny stuff like mm-hmm. where it's it's just sillier house show type stuff. But then he can have these matches against The Shield and against uh, Ryback, like where he and just Man And it's believable, goes. and he's an adver- – yeah, I like that. I think there's – it's a fine line to walk, but it's always exciting if somebody can manage it. It's a fun line to walk is what it is. That's what it is. Uh, I think Ambrose and CM Punk I'd like to see. I think they're sort of <laughs> – what? Those two fags? <laughs> those total gaylords? No, I think – Oh, those indie guys? Well, lame. Think I I'd be – like uh, motivation-wise, I'd sort of—I'm sure they'd find something good. But it'd be, one, I know the work would be awesome. Who be, has the greasiest hair? Yeah, who's more angry about everybody else? Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Orzeka described it best. The Dean Dean Ambrose is this sort of weird. He's like the Joker. He's like Jack Nicholson's Joker, as well as uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it's in his movement, it's the way he's, he talks, and he's genuinely fucking scary if you watch any of his old promos. Which aren't great, they're just creepy. Yeah, Like when he plays Mox, the orphan, and he carries his fork around and he says he has to fight for every meal. I I never saw any of that stuff yet. Check it out, it's weird, it's really uncomfortable. Well don't post it on our Facebook page for no, all that, of our listeners to see. I'll, I'll, including myself. I'll look for it and I'll post it. No, I don't. I won't. Good. Oh, fuck you, Steve Sears. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> do the hashtag at the end. Um but I'm sure there's something along the lines of who's better or like or street cred or something. I think that would be very cool to see those two guys really trying to push each other. I don't like it. I don't like this. Um by the way, uh we have a voicemail here that I I've, I've been told I need to listen to and I it's blinking. I don't check the the messages very often. So I I guess I'll just I'll I'm pressing it. it. All right. Hi Extreme rules this Sunday. Brock Lesnar, Triple H, going in a cage. Cage goes in the stadium. Men go in the stadium. Brock Lesnar's tattoo going in the stadium. Walrus outside of the cage. Fat New York Jew screaming, hollering. Blood. Blood in the cage. Back knee in the cage. Trimmed hair in the cage. May nineteenth. Extreme rules. Harley Race. Brock Lesnar Triple Agent Cage. Oh, it ends right there. God, that's <laughs> I kinda want that to go my be my outgoing message. Oh, an advertisement for extreme rules? Well no, I wish that Harley Race could be like uh, uh if he could be like uh, you I can't even do it, but like you've reached Steve's cells Steve's cell phone. Yeah. Fuck you, Steve Sears. <laughs> Hashtag extreme rules. Well, you know, if he we didn't leave explain- a number. Oh well, I don't want to talk to him. He's weird. No, no, he's no. an old timey weird guy. I can't talk to those guys. Yeah, but he sets the tone for things so well. Like he makes it sort of. I feel like I wanted to see. Extre- I want to see extreme rules one because Me of that. Main too. Event. Because that's going to be the main event, right? Brock Lesnar, Triple H. Um, no, Sina no. Ryback, right? Yeah, Sina Ryback. Sina Ryback. You know what? where everybody can get our predictions for this? The internet? YouTube.com slash comedy podcast. Nope, shit. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Kurt and Dirk's podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott Narver. Oh, I deserve it. No, that hashtag isn't going to take off. Uh, yeah, the, we'll have our predictions on there. We'll do a, another one of our prediction videos, so be sure to subscribe and you'll see that there. Um, you know, that brings up... An interesting point about this whole Extreme Rules thing with the cage and all this, like, that should be the main event, right? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's why it's been closing out Raw, it's the most exciting part, is you want to see Lesnar and Triple H. Is this the third time? Third time, yes. Gee, so it's, in this new era, this is the only third, like, I mean, you were talking about this, you you have the third match, it has to be in a cage, that's how you end things. Yeah, right? it's I mean, you got to have the big stipulation. Mm-hmm. But this is huge. Like this is so big. This should be the main event because think of what has happened. Brock Lesnar went into Triple H's office at WWE headquarters and destroyed it. That's his office. That's where he works. This is serious, Steve. I know it is. This is serious. huge. It's a big deal. What I- has Ryback done? He just leaves Cena. Big deal. The man ruin his work environment. Well, maybe in a few episodes, his, pr- uh, his precious items in his office. I think we should talk to Ryback in the future, but I think we should talk to Triple H. And I, I, think I know, so too. That I know that he's in the breakfast lounge right now. He's in the guest breakfast lounge, or he's in the breakfast He's lounge. in our breakfast lounge. So, okay, we got to figure out a more distinct name, so that uh, way people don't go into our fucking breakfast lounge. I understand. Because there is the guest breakfast lounge, There, there is the GBL. Mrs. Scott, there is the guest breakfast lounge, but this is Triple H, right? I they invited he, him into hey, our breakfast lounge. When did we get invited into his office before it was fucking smashed to pieces? Oh, no. He invited us afterwards when it was smashed, so we could fucking clean cleaned up. he wanted us I to clean up. Which I don't, don't want to do, because he said he would have— Oh, guys, just time to say hello, alright, all and right. say hey, how are you doing, alright, how hello. are you? Hello, Triple H is here everybody, welcome Triple H, uh, look- I really appreciate the cleaning job you guys did, you, know, you really cleaned up my place, it was pretty nice. Look, I'm sorry I got a little hot, I was upset because I didn't think you were around, so I, I was upset in the fact that. I, oh, I was going to take some stuff. I was going to take some stuff, but you pointed out that there were going to be cameras everywhere ever since the whole Brock Lesnar incident, that you've, you've mounted cameras everywhere inside WWE headquarters, and you had a bunch of memorabilia there. You're saying you wanted some memorabilia from Triple H's office. I, that's what I was saying. Well, that, you were close to having it, Scott. That's why I brought you this sledgehammer piece. This is the broken wooden handle. Enjoy. Have a good time with that, buddy. All right, have a good time. But there were so many... If Shawn Michaels is around, he's going to probably want you to check his oil. Don't do it. That's a, that's a lot of splinters. Um. I'm just kidding. We never did that to each other. Well. Well, what do you think DX stands for? Say it real quick. DX. Spell it out. D-X. Now pretend it's a word. Dicks. There you go. All right. <laughs> now I'm just kidding around. I'm just getting around. Uh, well, all right. Well, I'm a funny guy, all right? I'm having a good time now. Because you know what? I'm not in my dirty office. You guys did a good job cleaning up my office. Hey. I have what should be the main event and extreme rules, but it's all right. I'm in charge. What? I know what. I know where to take a backseat. Well, what are you gonna do now? Now you don't have an office. Like now, it's it's just it's just a room. What are you gonna do in there? Well, ordinarily, what we do when we just have a room is we have it as uh, a preschool. It's a uh, it's a daycare for people to bring their yeah, you just bring your kids to work. Your office has turned into a daycare. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys cleaned it up, right? You got all that glass out of there. Oh, the oh well, not the glass that's stuck in the carpet. You know how hard that is to get out of there? Well, I'm sure kids with tiny little fingers can find it, right? I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kids kids are kids. God. Okay. Are, so, yeah, I'm so confused by this. Your office is now going to be a daycare? Yeah, just that room. Yeah, I man. Where are you going to get your work done? Where are you going to? I get my work done in my other office, Scott. Oh, the ring. Okay. That's where I get my office work done. Like I get my office work done in the ring. <laughs> Wait, when do you do that? What? When do you do your office? I get my work done in the ring because that's where I work. Is it's that, my other home. It's where I learn to be a man. Is, well, hold on. I don't have the WWE app, so is that what's happening in the commercials every time? Yeah, is every that, time it cuts to the commercial, they bring in a little card table for me, and I bring in a rolly chair, and I get a little bit of work done. I you, pull out my little tablet... And I send a couple emails, and that's what I do. So you get two to two and a half minutes of work done every three hour raw. There you go. <laughs> that's why is you that... could say that every segment of raw, there's only about two to three minutes of the entire three hours you actually enjoy. Because that... that's what I do. Is that a... I get my work done in the ring in my other office. I don't question that, like, you don't get the job done, but is that efficient? Efficient? Yeah, is that efficient? No, Scott. It's a terrible idea. Well, then why not turn your office back into an office? I am a professional wrestler running a Fortune 500 company. Do you think that makes good for me? Does you think that looks good for our board of directors? I wear a suit, all right? Yeah. I now have to say, get ready to tuck it. <laughs> That's what you say? Yeah. Every morning I get up and I, and I say, I look in the mirror and I spray water all over it and I say, Let's get ready to tuck it! And I tuck my shirt in. <laughs> what did you say when you had your hair and then you you chopped your hair off? Did you have a slogan Let's then? get ready to cut it! <laughs> and then when you, uh, after you're done brushing your teeth and then you're going to rinse your mouth, what do you say then? Oh, well, then I say, I've only got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs> you still got a Triple H. I gotta admit, you're still funny. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people think I'm just a badass, but I really like doing my stand-up. You, you are funny. Are you going to be doing stand-up with Regal and Foley soon? No, 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 no. Those guys are jobbers. <laughs> oh, shit. You're calling them jobbers? Yeah, yeah. I've seen both those guys do jobs to me out of my own eyes. <laughs> well... That's fair. Yeah, you were talking about Cactus Jack earlier. I heard it on the feed in the guest breakfast lounge. Oh, so you did go in the guest breakfast lounge. Yeah, you guys ran out of burritos, so I went and got one of those guest breakfast burritos. All right. I heard it. You like that Cactus Jack, huh? I do. I, I love Cactus Jack. McFoley is my favorite. I beat him. You made me cry. Yeah. Nope. Well, hey, Scott, that's the nature of the At business. No way out. I fucking cried, Triple H. I cried. Because uh, Mick Foley retired. I believe you. I hate you for that. Yeah. A lot of people hate me for a lot of things. But remember one thing. When you're looking up and you see me standing, it looks like on nothing at all. Like on an invisible floor. That's a glass ceiling you're never going to break through. By the way, I'm never going to hire you as a wrestler. What? Yeah. I don't care how tall you are. What well, I'm six foot five. Get your skinny fat ass out of here. It's no, It's just. It's mostly. It's not there. It's, it's get your skinny skinny ass out of here. I. This is my place of work. Oh, I apologize. Hey, I know. Hey, I apologize. This is where I became a man. I know. I'm this sorry. Is my place of work. I was, where I get the job well, you done. You know what, Scott? I was out of line. I was out of line. You know what? I'm not gonna come into your business. When you do your movies from now on. when yeah. You do your your chaperone. Yeah, my independent features that showcase my acting ability. I know what you're talking about. And your other ones that. I don't even know the names of it, but when you're always a prisoner coming out of prison... Looking for my daughter. All those movies... Yeah. ...go straight to DVD that no one's going to care about, and maybe when it streams, people may watch it and not like it. You you take that back. I won't take it back. You know what, Scott, you take it back. Stone Cold in the movies. What? The Expendables. Stone Cold was in The Expendables. a major motion picture that hit... Theaters with stars in it. Major Motion Picture. I read, for the, Expendables. Picture with I read stars for the Expendables. In Even I read Foley was in a movie with Willem Dafoe. I read for He's the Expendables. Big Time. I read for the Expendables. Oh, did you? I read for The Expendables. Who? I read that there was an audition for The Expendables yeah. and I submitted for it. Uh huh. Yeah. Your movies stink. Cry. I hope you cry. I'm not forcing you to cry because you'll beat me up. Alright. I'll be quietly eating the rest of this burrito in the guest breakfast lounge. Will you please sign my sledgehammer wedding? Yes! You signed it dicks. Suck it! Oh, God damn it. I hate that guy. God, he's so strong. He, he is strong. I, yeah, you didn't even get to, like, he just removed you like a kitten like by he, the scruff of your mom neck. He momcatted the hell out of me. Did you see how like my eyes rolled back into my head and my tongue came out? Because I was like. Wah. Yeah, you look like Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown. Jesus Christ, Scott. Too soon? No, it's just, it's it's what happened. He's I got know. A, he's got a concussion. Hey, this sounds terrible. I miss. I don't watch SmackDown. And uh, I feel like I missed something terrible. No, because they. Cause they re, no, you don't watch Raw because they replayed it on Raw. <laughs> Did they? Yes. I cut the end of Raw. Okay. Um. Yeah, they, they showed what happened. He, he punt, Basically, the Randy Orton punt right to the face. Jeez. Right to the old melon. That's what Jack Swagger did. I'm concerned because uh, Ziggler's so young and everybody's so excited and they think he's so great. Because he is so great. Well, you can take a couple of concussions, I'm sure. The body may be built to take concussions, but you shouldn't take concussions. Why not? How many have you had? Me? Yeah. Um Have you? I don't think I've had any. i had, oh, like, had if you don't know. I've had spills before, and people are like, hey, let me check your pupils, all right? Don't go to sleep. Okay, then that's a concussion. Is it? Yeah, don't go to sleep. That's what I've always heard. Well, I don't think I've had a concussion. Well, remember that we were shooting something with Bill that one time, and I hit my head on that marble floor in his apartment? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep after that. Not for like <laughs> six or seven hours. <laughs> um, I've never had a concussion. Really? You broke your collarbone though, right? Mm hmm. Jesus Christ. In a play. A sexual play. Yes. Okay. In the in t- the final tech rehearsal. Nice. And I finished it. What a badass. Yeah, that's goddamn right I am. Regular Lawrence Oliver here. Yeah, that's right. Larry Ollie. Larry Ollie. <laughs> um you know, I think Jack Swagger should Let's call say him out. Something. I wanna hear what he has to say about this. I mean he's I can see him. Of all things, he's in the guest breakfast lounge. It's a, he works here. It's fine. Like he uh. no, why does well, he shouldn't be in the guest? He works here. Should be in our lounge. Yes. And even, why is he in the fucking? There's like six people in the guest breakfast lounge. You guys talking about me? Yeah. Wait. Is that the, the sports, sports, sports podcast in the guest breakfast lounge? Yeah, I put him in there. I put sports, sports, sports podcast in there. Jesus Christ! What, what's what's wrong with that? Nothing, nothing. They belong in the guest breakfast lounge. Jack, you do not- Joel them. Anderson loves the burritos. Yeah, he deserves them, but you don't but get- But he hates wearing shoes. Yeah, no, I understand that. What are you doing in the guest breakfast- You know what? I'm sorry, Jack. I'm just pissed at you what? because you're so irresponsible. Why did you kick Jack Swagger in the head on SmackDown? It was all for funsies. For funsies? It was funsies and then it got serious. It got real serious. It got super serious. Yeah, what were you thinking? I I was I was trying to be a bad guy. You were trying to you were trying to be a bad guy, or were you being a bad guy? I was trying to go for the world heavyweight championship. Was it a title match? It was gonna be. Was it gonna be? I wanted the advantage going in, so that's why I took out Rob. Rob. Ricardo Rodriguez uh-huh. with the ladder, uh-huh. and then Zeb said, "You better take out Dolph Ziggler with a punt to the head." I thought I was gonna kick him in the shoulder, but then I guess I got all the adrenaline. I'm sorry. No, Jack. I'm sorry. That's a non-apology. If you say sorry with the W, it's... you wanna you want a character choice? Sorry. Yes, I want a character. I'm sorry. That's too sexual. I'm sorry. I don't appreciate how sorry that is. Well, what am I supposed to say? Jack. Things have been rough. You don't get it, Steve. Uh, I understand things have been very tough for Steve you. Steve Scrotums, I got caught with weed and then I didn't get to win at WrestleMania. That's true. And then I tap out and then I'm trying to, you know, gain some credibility back. I got a stupid brown shirt with a lock on it. That sucks. Does it? It's not good. It's a cool-looking shirt. Yeah, but then whenever I wear it around, everybody thinks I'm actually super racist. Yeah, because your character's super fucking racist. But I thought racist was a good thing. I used to think racist was like, hey, I'm pro all the races. And then Zeb explained to me, no, that's not what it is at all, buddy. And I'm like, oh, well, then I gotta... I don't want to be racist. I wanted to be racist, and I don't want to be racist. Yeah, but you... You've obviously been taken in by someone who's an elaborate speaker, and you've had tough times, so it's very easy for you to take an idea for you that just somehow solves all your problems. And now you're seeing that there isn't anything that just solves all your problems. Don't you see me on TV? Like, every time they show me on television, I almost crack a smile because I can't take it seriously. Yeah. It's Uh, all so supercilious. Supercilious? Silious. It's silly. It was all supposed to be fun. It's all fungies. Yeah, but you- fighting a rich Mexican? Do you know how silly of a concept that is? There's no such thing in the world. Deck swagger that is racist. <laughs> No, it's not! Yes, it is! A rich Mexican? Are you kidding me? That is racist! No! A Mexican wearing a tuxedo? Impossible! It happened! It's real! No way! They're all in mariachi bands! No, they are not all in mariachi bands! That's what Zeb told me! They're all in mariachi bands and none of them are rich! The other half wear masks! You poor... How old are you? You're, like, you're barely... You're not even 30! I'm this many! I would think that you, the way you flash your hand, I, you were like 26, 27. You're a young kid. You're a great athlete, and you are. Oh, stop it. Yeah, you're a great kid. Oh, stop You maybe could be a little bit better on the mic. That's why they gave you a manager, uh-huh. but that manager is poisoning you from the inside out. I don't know. Look, look, I I need some help. I need help. I I hurt Dolph Ziggles, and then uh, now I'm not gonna get the world championship. All right. Oh, I do don't know which is you. Okay. I don't know which is you. All right. Okay. I'll tell you what to do. What do I do? Next time you get a mic. Yeah, next time you get on the mic. Next time you get a mic. Next time you get on the mic. Fire Zeb Coulter. Zeb Colter, you're fired, buddy. And then immediately call out The Undertaker for WrestleMania. Call out The Hey, that guy's tough. Yeah, I know. He used uh, to have a Sarah tattoo. He, shh, don't tell anybody. What, what, about a Sarah tattoo? Hey, keep it down. She looked weird. She had that big old nose on her face. Hey, she was beautiful. Probably, uh... Probably something wrong with it Probably like some Jewish heritage No see That's anti-Semitic What do you mean I'm trying to be observant No you're not That's That is what the problem With racism is Is that people go Fall under the guise That I'm just being observant Or you know It always seems like that as a stereotype She probably kept a diary Just like Anne Frank What She's Jewish She probably chronicled All the important things In her life Like being married To the Undertaker And then would Keep it in a diary Jack The fact that you feel that you need to defend it is what's so ridiculous. You're getting so indignant when I'm telling you that it's so clearly, obviously racist. I don't. I don't get it. You know what? I think that's the thing: is you're not going to get it unless you walk a mile in their shoes. There's a Twilight episode. Oh yeah, for forty years. Jeez. All right, Jack. In the sand, Jack. It's the desert. Yeah, the desert of sand. Yeah, the, de- the the What Egyptian. kind of other dessert would there be? The beach? Or something with whipped cream. Oh, I'm going to go get some whipped cream. Yeah, dessert. I deserve it because they took out Dolph Ziggler. No, you don't. You, I don't feel like you learned anything. I'm a bad guy. Yeah, you are a bad guy. I'm a guy. bad guy. You are a bad I'm guy. I'm a bad guy. You're a real bad guy. Whipped cream! Well, thanks for joining us, Jack. <sighs> so there we go. God, Scott, sometimes I feel like I'm doing good and other times I'm like just spinning in the mud. I don't know spitting in the mud spitting in the mud like i'm just spitting into a big thing of mud oh or well, am i spinning my wheel that's los angeles that's true you're spitting in the mud it's gonna rain soon i hope so it can wash all your mud spit away yeah well extreme rules is a sunday we want to hear from you are you ordering it are you gonna watch it i don't think we're gonna have a chance to watch it are you going to mark's uh fish taco party i'm going to the renaissance fair sir oh indeed are you dressing up uh, I th- I want to go as a Star Trek Starfleet Academy uh, cadet or something. That'd be pretty great. Uh, I'd like to go as Macho King if I was joining <laughs> you, but I'm not. Uh, so I'm excited. I've never been to the Renaissance Fair before, so I'll, g- I'll get a chance to go. And who knows? Maybe I'll meet someone and uh, we'll have them on the podcast or something. Well, like a bar wench? Yeah. Get a salty bar wench in there. Maybe there'll be wrestlers there. I- wrestlers go to these things, right? Sure. Leather jerkins, huge swords. Why not? Yeah. The old uh, wrestler Leather Jorkins Huge Sword. Leather Jorkins Huge Sword. Um, what do you got going on this week? You doing something exciting? Uh, let's see. I'm going to a wedding on Saturday because shit, you turn a certain age and everybody starts having weddings and kids. Oh. All right. Uh, so you don't seem excited about this? No, I am excited about it. I'm missing our show Saturday night. I'm not excited about that. Yeah, thanks. Oh, I'm going to see um, Richard Dreyfus and Joe Montana perform in a wedding? Perform Glengarry Glen Ross at UCLA on Friday. Oh, just a two-man? Yeah, they're doing like a radio play or something. Oh, well, that's... Weird. Yeah. I don't know what... Uh, unless there's a bunch of like UCLA film like actors who are going to be there just with huge smiles on their face, pouring sweat between <laughs> Dreyfus and Montaigne. <laughs> well, that should be good. I can't wait to hear about that. Um, So that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. You look at me wide-eyed. Oh, the way you paused, I was like, should I... Yeah! (laughs) Usually do. You're usually excited about the show that we have. Yeah, I'm very excited about the show that we just had. Well, we uh, had the hell out of this show. You're going to have to check out our predictions for uh, uh, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules uh, 18th. YouTube.com, Curtain Jerks Podcast. Check that out and subscribe there. Of course, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. So for Curtain Jerks, I am Scott Narver. I am Steve Sears. (laughs) Enjoy your wrestling, kids! What a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. Absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with us. I look stupid. Hey. You look pretty classy. But yeah, get interact with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash curtain jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet love at the breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is Massively important. Listen to Curtain Jerks on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. All free. Rate right and review us on iTunes. Makes oh, a big difference to us. Huge. That's yes, huge. Yes, fantastic. It makes us a global phenomenon.